Welcome back to the Sports Commute, boys. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. We're here with uh, with Truman. What's up? And, yes. and, and me, co-host co- Matt. Matt. I'm here. Um, so in my happy place, I have Wendy's. Yeah, we're going to be That's eating awesome. throughout this, yeah. so it's yeah. going to sound really weird. It's okay. We did last episode. Did we eat? Yes. No, Ryan had a garbage plate. But no, like, no, 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 I, no. I meant the last episode, episode three. Oh, right, you know, man, everybody. Liam hand me that bag of Doritos. Anyhow, <laughs> all right. Start out NASCAR. Matt, I'll start off. Well, here we go. Here's the big thing that I was looking at: ten top top ten drivers of the decade. Since we just ended the decade, and I didn't really cover it last week, since I just discovered it this week. So, yeah, so, so you have like so what you're saying is you have 2020 vision looking back at this top ten. Oh no! Shoot. Okay. Start off with some cringe. Three articles. You're welcome. We had NBC Sports, The Comeback, and Auto Week. All had similar top threes with Harvick, Rowdy, and Jimmy. NBC Sports had Kyle in first. Oh shit! What did I do? <laughs> you caused note. <laughs> Jimmy in second, Harvick in third, Truex in fourth, Brad, then Hamlin, then Logano, Kenseth and Stewart tied for eighth, and Christopher Bell. I'll talk about that later. The comeback, which is, uh, yeah, the website. Kyle first, Harvick, Jimmy, Brad, Joey, Hamlin, Truex, Kenseth, Edwards, and Kurt Busch. Okay. Auto Week had Harvick, Kyle, Jimmy, Denny, Joey, Brad, Kenseth, Truex, Edwards, and Gordon. So what I felt is I believe that Truex and Edwards should switch, and you'll see that in my list. Because Truex made it, may have won a championship, great, but he only made it four out of the ten years. Yeah, he only made the chase four out of ten years. I would like to say though, this these three lists are a lot better than the NASCAR list they put up. I agree. As we talked in the last what episode, was it? Rowdy and everyone. Above? It was literally everyone except for Matt Kenseth. Yeah, that was. Be- oh yeah, we talked about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is complete bullshit. That is pretty BS. Um. Edwards made it 6 out of 10. Remember, he retired in 2016. Um, and I believe Bell doesn't deserve it yet, but maybe in the future. He has won one championship in trucks, but nothing in Xfinity and hasn't even started in the Cup. I don't yeah. No, uh, I think this will be his rookie year. In the 95, yep. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye, family. And I got, here's my top 10. Harvick, Jimmy, Kyle, Denny, Brad, Joey, Kenseth, Edwards, Gordon, and Truex. Honorable mentions, Stewart and Elliot. Wait, 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 Chase Elliot? Chase, who do you think? Mm-mm, mm-mm. I put that in there. He's, because... not been, he's not been around long enough. Okay, fine. No, then no. I'll, <laughs> I'll throw him out. How long has he been along? Uh, 15. Rookie year, well, yeah, he had a few races in 15, just a hot seat. And then... I'm okay, just saying, okay, well, he did how, well, how successful <clears throat> was he during those five years? Pretty, I mean, he won a championship. He won a championship then, in the, in the, X, in the Xfinity honor. series. That's better than Bell. Then I, then, I think it, then I think it'd be fair to give him an honorable mention. That's why I put him in the honorable mention. Right. He's not in his top ten. I just, I just think four full seasons <coughs> racing doesn't constitute... Okay. I'm an Elliot fan, too. I'm yeah, sitting here like motherfucker. <coughs> Anyways, I had Harvick on top. He finished third six times out of ten years. And a championship. And a runner-up. And made it all ten years. So... He didn't do bad. 38 wins total, 145 top fives, 223 top 10s. Jimmy had three championships, 7 out of 10 playoffs, 36 wins, 110 top fives, and 184 top 10s. You said 7 out of 10 playoffs? 7 out of the 10 years of the playoffs. 
Because he missed it the past three. Two. Two. And then he missed it again sometime. Wait a minute. Time on. Two. Then it might be eight. But two still. Two. <laughs> Either way, seven or eight. It's impressive. Seven or eight, pretty well for him. Even though he hasn't won in the past two years, which is... It sucks, but you never know what could happen this year. I agree. He's still with Hendricks, so that's... That goes, that's for, that goes for any sport. Every, every year is different. Yeah. And, uh, this, is, this is his final year, and usually what we've seen with uh, with drivers in their final year, except they for, blow up. Except for Dale Jr., but... Um, <coughs> um, that wasn't that they wasn't that wasn't a Dale Senior joke, by the way. Uh damn. Because we've we've kind oh, of no. too soon. No, too no, soon. How no. dare you? We fucked How up. D- we've been fucked up in the past, and like How? last. <laughs> did, Throw did back you to hear, that. Did you hear about this? Like two two episode or our first episode as the sports commute. Uh, we're sitting in his car. And big we're sitting in my car out by Big Lots and Aldi. Okay. Right, just down the street, mm-hmm. and we're talking about Kyle Petty, uh, who's just another NASCAR guy. He's yeah, got, yeah, he's yeah, got, yeah. He's got some. Big I know heads. who most of these yeah, dudes wait, are. Kyle? We're we're talking about yeah, Kyle. I just Petty. don't know like, all that much no, 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 NASCAR. No. I don't follow it. We're talking about Kyle Petty because we saw him at, at, at Watkins Glen, but we mentioned him by the name of Adam Petty. Yeah, I was going to say who passed away at New Hampshire Motor Speedway in two thousand two. Yes. So for five minutes, we're just going Adam Petty, Adam, Adam Petty, Petty, Adam, Adam Petty. Petty, and then it hits me. I'm like, Is oh. It, He's is dead. This, yo, isn't this the ketchup that Pat Mahomes supports? No. Well, or is it a different one? It's a different one. It is a different one? That's just, well, that's that's just a big one. That's yeah, fine. this is just the, the yeah. I don't know why he didn't go to Heinz, considering they definitely would have gave him more money, but you know what? Probably because they're probably cause like full sponsor uh, Pittsburgh there. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Even though, wasn't he in a few? Who cares? No. Um, you done there? Oh, well, I have that later, but we can do that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. You can go to you. So, uh, we got a little news um, from Bob Pockers on Twitter. Uh, Penske is changing ah, yes. up their crew chiefs. Uh, Paul Wolf, uh, previously on the two of uh, Brad Keselowski, uh, he's actually moving to the 22, 22. of Joe of Joey Logano. <laughs> Joe. Uh, Joe. Joe. <laughs> Joe Mama. Ah. Uh, Todd Gordon, you know, the crew chief of the 22, he's moving to the 12 of uh, Ryan Blaney. And Jeremy Bullins, uh, Ryan Blaney, is moving to the two. So, big kind of big kind of shift around. I have no idea why it's happening. happening. He, I think, well, you know, yeah. Is it the NASCAR? I don't know as much about NASCAR. So is this a NASCAR version of KD, or am I exaggerating? I mean, yeah. kind of, but not They're, really. These, this these, is a team. This yeah. is one team. This is a whole... And a whole pit crew. A whole team, different drivers. And the pit crews move and, as well. And the pit crews are Follow. Um, mm-hmm. But they keep this spotter. Spotters, yeah. yeah. TJ, yeah. Oh, can, TJ's going to stay on the 22, yeah. And everybody else, I have no clue who. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I know I looked at, I also researched this in mine, and I was like, huh? I don't under, I didn't understand it for a while. Everyone and then it came up like, they Roger Pensy did this for like no odd reason or he just wanted to mix things up and change things. I mean, the twenty two has been pretty successful, but Ryan Blaney's been the best out of them. Arguably, out of the last couple of years, he's the been last the, front the past two years actually he's been the most. I looked at yeah. a doc or article. So it's a good, it's a good, it's a good sense moving Todd Gordon, the most recent Penske Crew Chief Championship winner, to to the guy that's been doing the most. The way I see it is like you know, um, move the younger guy to the veteran Jeremy Bullins here. Mm-hmm. You know, get a little more experience as a crew chief with the number two, with the with the two, because also, what's Brad like? I don't know, old, old. I'll look that up real quick. I mean, like, they, there's a good there's a good lifespan on these NASCAR drivers. I mean, Joey's... He's, like, got to be 35-ish, eh? 
He is thirty five. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's got a few more years, but like it's it's he's the oldest out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, still almost not even thirty yet. Yeah, I know he's like twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Next up, we have uh, David Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a go one. Right yeah, here. dude. All right, unprofessional today. Uh, shit, just like know. last episode. We'll give his name. <laughs> so, yeah, who cares? Um, David Reagan has announced that he will run the 2020 Daytona 500, which I believe is his last race. Right? He said he was going to do this one, and then he's done. Yeah. Or was he going to do Talladega? I didn't think he was going to do Talladega. I'd say that's well, a hell of a one to end on. Uh, that was his only win, actually, or only few wins, because he won at Darlington, eh? Yeah, in the 78. Yep. Uh. So this will be his his final full time race. Well, not even full time race because it's one fucking race. Uh, <laughs> oh, he'll be running the twenty twenty Daytona yeah, five hundred yeah. with the SelectBulbs.com sponsorship. I believe he'll still be in the thirty six Ford though, eh? or thirty eight, thirty eight Ford. That was in the thirty two. No, that was Matt D. Benedetto moved over to ninety five. No, 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 Christopher Bell's in the ninety five. Uh, Matt D. Benedetto was in the ninety five, is what I'm saying. Yes, and he moved. But to before the that, he was in the thirty two. Ah. Corey LaJoy was in the thirty two. Yeah, NASCAR. Are you sure? Yes, yes, yeah, NASCAR. Because oh, yeah. yeah. the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the thirty two. I remember. Fuck that. you. Oh. <laughs> thirty eight. Um, well, I'll kick it back to you after this one, just because this is this is the big one. Oh, you know what? There's where I wrote down what I was going to say and trying to look up on Twitter. <laughs> That's literally the giant thing that I was freaking out about before this. <laughs> I'll look that up in a minute. Uh, Chip Ganassi Racing made the announcement on Thursday regarding Kyle Larson and uh, Ross Chastain for the Bush Clash and the Hollywood Casino at Kansas uh, 400. It's a long-ass name. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle Larson will be in the Advent Health uh, 42. Advent yep. Health, new sponsor. They're just sponsoring the 42 for two races because, yep. is it Credit One? Credit One. Credit yep. One's still going to, or Capital One, is going to cover his car for the majority of the season. Capital One. Is it? Yeah, it's Capital oh, One. Shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, I keep trying to say Richard Childress. Uh, Ross Chastain I was, I was Richard Childress. will run the Advent Health 77 for the Daytona 500 and the Coke 600. Yep. Uh, I don't. I don't even know what his sponsor is in the '77. Usually, because it's kind of just a plain black car. I thought he was running the. Um, usually, he usually has a different one. Every he has the 15. Yeah, he had the 15 that one year that we went. Yeah, for Daytona. I don't know. Or not Daytona. Whatever. He's on the '77 this year, oh. which is a is a CJR car. Yep. So, all right. Uh, back to you, Matt. While I researched it, my last. Okay. Thing. So we're back to story time week two. Last week I did the 1994. Championship race. Now I'm doing the 1986 to 1994. What? I think it was the 92 championship. It might have been. I don't. Whatever know. it was, doesn't I matter. I don't care. It was a championship. It was a championship race, the best one of all time, I believe. This was the 1986 to 1994 tire wars between Goodyear and Hoosier. Some people, I don't think they know about this. You could probably ask anyone's who's Hoosier and what, what do they have to relate in the NASCAR? They have no damn clue. And uh, I found this before before you start. Once again, we don't know, we're, we're not going to tell you all the facts. If you want to know the big thing behind it, Probably watch go YouTube. to Black Flags Matter. Yeah. Anywho. Goodyear, well, I have most of them, but yeah. Goodyear was the main company, but they were scared because a, another company, I couldn't find the name, was trying to buy them out. Okay. So they almost lost that. So they had to search for another company. Hoosier came along, slid right in there. Entered in 1988 in the Daytona 500. Surprisingly... Only had 18 employees at the time. 
That's all I had. Whereas it's like a, mm-hmm. what, multi-million dollar company? A good Small year. shop in Indiana, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. The only driver was Neil Bonnet. And do you know who Neil Bonnet is? Neil Bonnet? Yep. Yeah, dude passed away in 1994 yep. Speed Weeks. Well, that's not the only thing he's known for. He's a he's Don't a good racer. It. Don't worry about it. But I that's, got that's that. That's the most later. notable thing. Later. Yeah. Um, and they Neil Bonnet, he finished fourth in a 500, which was great for Hoosier. They started off. Then they rolled. Went at Richmond. Then the next week they won at Australia, believe it or not. They had an exhibition race there. And then they win, won at Rockingham. Three weeks in a row, Neil Bonnet won them all. Took the champ, points lead for a while. Um, but here's the problem at the 1988 Coke 600 Goodyear brought soft, very soft tires and nobody liked it. Everybody's like, hell no, we're going to Hoosier. But one person, Dave Mark Marcus, I don't know who that is, and He's he did not switch. One of the scabs or whatever they call probably. them. Uh, but it really made no difference because in the end, Neil Bonnet cracked his ribs. Rick Wilson broke a shoulder blade, and Harry Gant broke his leg. And we talked about Harry Grant last week. Harry Grant. <laughs> Gant. Yeah, there you go. I said Harry Gant. You said Grant, but... Bill Elliott won the Daytona race. It's whatever. Yeah, Bill Elliott won the race, the Daytona race that summer. <clears throat> In the July Pocono race, Goodyear was sent home. Shut the hell up. No, keep going. We're, we're, not, talking about, we're, not, talking we're not talking about, about you. We're talking about his notes. Anywho. It has nothing to do with you. Okay. <laughs> And we want to talk shit about you. You'd say it to your face. <laughs> <laughs> the first race that Goodyear never supplied. Uh, Waltrip won the first 500 in 1989 for Hoosier. And, but they had to withdraw because they could not sell any tires in 89. So, yeah, they're out. 1991, they come back in the Bush series. Not much about that. In the 1993 <laughs> season, they came back to the Cup Series. And then, like you just said, Neil Bonnet was killed in the first practice of the Daytona 500 in 93. Well, Do you have the other death as well? I have all the deaths. Okay, good. Dang. And they were calling it, it a well. driver error. The next day, Lou Ooh, Allen, he won the pole. NASCAR, there were so people. many. I didn't know this, this many people. It was this, was this is known as the deadliest speed weeks. Uh-huh. Next well, year. I know I know some I know that Daytona 500 is one of the fastest. Mm-hmm. One of them, yeah. But it, it's actually one of the least lethal because it's just surprisingly like yes. most of them. Most of them are Watkins Glen and uh, New Hampshire are the most lethal. In New Hampshire is a short track, it's a mile. Hmm. But anywho, I digress. Lou Allen, he won the pole on Hoosier tires on his Ford. 2 days re- later, Rodney Orr spun, flipped in turn 2 and killed himself. Hmm. He's done. He died well he died on an impact. Didn't kill himself. Well, he didn't No, shut that he flipped we and get what you're he saying. died. His his wreck was also called a driver error. <laughs> and uh, here's the problem. The only connection between those two is they both were on Hoosier tires. People got scared. They didn't want to use them anymore. That's fine. But in the end, they still won 12 poles all year. Jeff Bodine drove Hoosiers to four wins, including an all-star win. And they pulled out 94 for tire sales once again. And that was the end of the tire war. Mm-hmm. All together. And as exciting as tire wars was are over the three that have been in, in, in NASCAR. Uh, Br- Br- Bridgestone or whatever? Firestone. They're, they're also the worst. Just because they lead to... A, 
No, it's the tire war premise leads to a lot of problems. Oh, yeah, that's what they... A lot of disputes, and is shown in literally all of them. Death. Death. <laughs> there were two in this one. One year, too. So you mean tell me there were more deaths as a result of the tire wars than there was the Cold War? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. This is a little fun fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, did you guys know there's carbs and ketchup? I what? just figured found it out <laughs> five seconds ago. Yeah. Or like however long I've been looking at this. I had no idea there were carbs and <laughs> Is ketchup. Is that what you were trying to tell me a little bit <laughs> Yes. Ago? That is exactly what I was trying to tell you. I was like, dude, there's five grams of carbs and high ketchup. <laughs> Can I show up in that script? Yeah, for... Uh, you're you putting us on moving on the NFL? No, we're saving nope. that for last. Saving right? that for last. NFL's last. Still your turn. Okay, final thing I was looking at. The most intense so-called rivalries. I will see what you think about this. Yep. Starting at 25, St- Tony Stewart versus Logano. Okay. Tony Stewart versus Kenseth. Those two names. They're going to come up a lot. Yeah, there's a few other guys, too. Gordon's going to come up a lot. <laughs> and Earnhardt. And, and Earnhardt's going to come up a lot. Probably, yeah. Harvick. Uh, I forgot the name of this guy. Kurt and the Spencer. Once Jimmy Spencer. Jimmy Spencer. Yeah. What Juan Juan Pablo Montoya and Ryan Newman. Mm-hmm. Kyle Busch versus the Garage. <laughs> Literally everyone. Everyone. Kyle Tony. Busch versus the fans. <laughs> uh, that's actually not on here. Or Kowalski. Tony Stewart versus Gordon. Kenseth and Logano. Kenseth and Brad, <laughs> Harvick and Biffle, Wallace and Waltrip, Smokey Unit, <laughs> and I don't know what this other person is, the establishment, I never heard of it, Smokey Unic, Unic, that's an old one, I didn't know he's an old guy, older, Petty vs. Pearson, Elliot vs. Hamlin, Harvick vs. Logano, Wallace, not Bubba, yeah, Rusty vs. Newman, Harvick and Rudd, running out the top, 10. Now we're in, well, no, well, top 20. Now we're in the top 10. Allison and Petty, Edwards and Brad, we all know that one. Mm-hmm. That's in probably one of the videos, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Jimmy and Gordon. Um, something, I forgot. I compl- I didn't write down a first name because I'm a dumbass. Michael Waltrip and well, if it's, if it's Green. Not. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, this that, I knew, I thought I would, but I didn't. God damn it, alright, whatever. Uh, Earnhardt and Bodine. Allison and Yarbrough, Waltrip and Earnhardt, Gordon and Earnhardt, and Ford versus Chevy is number one. So that's a, that's a good one because let me think. It started out the two main manufacturers that showed up was the Ford, Ford. and Chrysler technically Dodge. Dodge Chrysler, and then Chevy showed up at some point. Well, maybe have a story and then that last year. Dodge backed out, so it's been Ford, Chevy, and then Toyota showed up. We can cover that later. Another time. And for the last thing, for I guess the first time in a while, the Daytona 500 field is full. 42 cars with like yep. five charter spots, eh? Yep. So uh, that's what I have for NASCAR. Well, Perfect. that was a whole 20 fucking minutes. I told you it was going to be a long time. All right. It's going to be a long episode. Yeah, uh, we're going to move on to college football because I forgot I wrote this down, but it's kind of important. Clemson LSU. Yeah, on Monday the uh, the D one national championship game will uh, will kick off. My handwriting is atrocious between uh, between Clemson and LSU. Uh, this is Clemson's fifth appearance. Uh, 
Brewing. With wins coming in 1981, 2016, and 2018. LSU, otherwise known as defensive back. DBU. I'm not done with the Clemsons yet. <laughs> the Clemsons. The <laughs> Clemson only lost uh, their one national championship appearance to Alabama in... Two years ago, right? A few years ago. It was recent. Yeah, it was I didn't. Is it seventeen? Seventeen? I think it was two years ago, I think. Really? Yeah, it, it, it had to be close. I believe it was two years ago. Yeah, uh, it might have been. It was. It was a nail biter, real good game, forty-five yeah, to four. Yeah, it was two years ago. Tua, he threw the deep oh. ball down the left field. Then left side. Twenty. Yeah, second 17. and twenty, whatever. Yep. And they blew that. They blew the coverage. And, uh, and that made Tua famous from there on out. Oh wait, no. Wait, we will let you. Uh, I don't know if it was two years ago. That's, was it last year? Well, it was my last numbers? Year. My no. 2017 was when was the year of the hair. There, there it is. 2016, Alabama yeah. game, holding off the undefeated Tigers, 45 to 40. Go Tigers! Yeah. Uh, similarly for LSU, um, this will be their fifth appearance with three wins in 58. 2003 and 2007. I believe their one loss also came to Alabama. Probably. I think Probably. that's the common theme because I think they made it in 2011. Alabama didn't I even make the college football playoff this year. No, they did not. It was. They were, uh, fifth, they were ranked fifth. Yeah. yeah they were Clemson, LSU, Oklahoma, and. Uh, Stop short. Ohio State. There it is. Yeah, yeah Ohio the State. Big, the, big, the big question I have that will be for this game is how is Clemson going to try to contain Joe Burrow? But where, where, I don't know where I believe where I believe they have to do it is um what LSU does really well is they run the ball to start with yeah and I they know. they pound the ball and then they use play action pass so oh yeah you, and it's very successful with them especially with their opponents they've been playing and of course Oklahoma's defense is subpar at best which <laughs> allowed them to which well, was no why Joe Burrow you. torched them through seven it. touchdowns it, yeah and ran for another one mm-hmm. so. The key with Clemson is if they can stop the run. Now, does that mean I think they can, doing that alone will allow them to win? No, no, I don't. But I do believe if that if they want a chance. That you need win, to have a big day out of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I believe That's you must you stop need. the run. Because LSU has two two really solid running backs. I don't remember their names, but they are both. The, <laughs> but the, the, their two solids are really well, solid. Well, similarly... Um, you know they gotta make sure that pockets contain as well. It's oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. with those play action passes, that's a lot of rollout. It reminds me a little bit watching him of the, the semifinal game or a little bit of Deshaun Watson. The way yeah, he I can see roll it. out of that. I see it. The rollout. Because as soon as soon as he starts rolling out, unless you got someone there waiting, that's that's oh, you that's gotta have a QB spot. Mm-hmm. And he's got receivers that can go uh-huh. up and grab. He's got that some pole. tall boys. Oh. That one receiver he had like what is it five touchdown catches five, or four, four or five, four or five in like the first half that was nuts. broke a record. Clemson's even he's gonna have to step up if they want to win We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now <laughs> that's supposed to be a W. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I went German. German. Uh. All right, we'll move on to the MLB. Wow. i got to flip through a bunch of pages. Because <laughs> I, I started with this one, and then I was like, well, the, let's go back the to the MLB. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Trey Turner, um, who is a player for the Nationals, it's arbitration uh, deadline. Shit. Yes. Uh, essentially, players generally between uh, three to six um, years of playing on, I believe it's just a single team. Yeah. Yeah. 
can uh, file for arbitration if they do not reach an agreement by today at 1 p.m. That's long gone at this point. That's long gone. So, oh, the big names that have come out of... Dude, you Jesus. good? No. My God. This is <laughs> what Wendy's does to you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a while since I had the Wendy's, dude. Yeah. Uh, these are some of the big names out of the league. Uh, Trey Turner with the Nationals signed a uh, $7.45 million contract, or salary contract at least. Well deserved. Great uh, seed, great team. Yeah, and after his uh, recent finger surgery, you know, uh, they're expecting that he'll be ready for uh, for camp and spring training. Yeah, he's he's a great player. That was great that they re-signed him. He has great speed. I believe he, I believe he led the team in stolen bases. Oh, wow. And, and he's a phenomenal fielder, and he he sometimes can be off and on with the bat, but mm-hmm. he's still a great He's a great player on their team. Before I sur- before I go on to the big uh, the big, big controversy in in the MLB, uh, we have a new record for arbitration uh, uh, deal. Mookie Betts just signed with the Red Sox and agreed to uh, twenty seven million over two years. Er, that's a one, but my handwriting is off. Twenty seven million salary. One year, twenty-seven Woo! million, which is big bucks. It's big, worth it. big, big bucks. Yeah, the Red Sox team is worth it. New York Yankees—they have agreed to terms with third baseman uh, Gio Urshela. Oh, that's a G. <laughs> Gio Urshela <laughs> on uh, on two point four seven five per year. That's a great deal, and uh, he's severely underrated. And catcher Gary Sanchez with a five million dollar deal. Uh, they also they also Aaron Judge was the big sign for uh, the Yankees. Uh, he's he's still very underpaid for what they gave him. Oh, they for sure. quadrupled his pay on this last one. Oh, crap. I'm, I'm going to actually disagree with you here. I'm going to make the argument that the bigger signing for them was Gio Urshela, purely for the fact that it was actually only for two point seven million. Yeah, his stats a... in 2019, he hit 314, which is an improvement from the previous year of 233. Uh-huh. That was nearly a like that's that's an incredible increase. He. He went from two walks to 25, 74 RBIs, 139 hits, 73 runs. He wow. he played arguably at all-star level all the way throughout the season. And he especially, he stepped in when Miguel Duhar mm-hmm. went down with an injury. And he played incredible. And he was instrumental in their run in the playoffs. And... For the price that they got him at, I would make the argument that the stats here show that he is worth more than the two four seven five million that he acquired. And I believe the Yankees really got a great player. And that's probably and, all they could afford. And honest, and honestly, they now have a problem on their hands because oh, with they deals, spend too with, much money. They spend it the money. actually. I'm not even going to mention the money. Because we know the Yankees, they have the big salary. They, <laughs> they, have, they have all. They have all. They the still money. got money from the, the twenty nine. The problem series. is, Gio Urshela <laughs> has to now deal with Miguel and Duhar. Who are you going to play? There, Urshela hits for higher average, but Miguel and Duhar they have a little more power with that. You know, he gets more extra base hits. Yep. So, it's and their their fielding is kind of can go hand in hand. They're both really good. They're both good fielders. So. It's going to be really tough how they're going to play that, especially with they got Greg Bird in their system. Um, and who knows? They have they always have one of the best farm systems. So mm-hmm. we, we, ne- we don't know who they're developing. And 
it leaves it leaves them with a lot of options in the infield, but also you spent this money, you mm. almost kind of have to pay him. Yeah, you kind of have to play him. So, right, how are you gonna play these two? Because mm-hmm. they're both skilled. They both play third base. They both play third base. Then I do have a solution. They can both play first if they need to, but they they have. Multiple first Yeah, my, my solution here is, you know, you kind of start off the season or maybe spring training half-and-halfing sessions. And yeah, yeah. For batting, at least, I don't give a assemble. fuck who your designated hitter is. Sit his ass and put one of them in there. Whoever's not playing third base that game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking at their... Well, yeah, you're not because the manager. With their first baseman, they have... The problem is you can't move to first base because you have Luke Voigt. Who's jacked as hell? <laughs> who's, who's, who's great? Who's been? Who played phenomenal in his first full year, full season in the MLB? Uh, and uh, DJ LeMahieu can also play, can also play first base. Oh and no depending on how Glaber Torres is, if he's healthy, that can be that can sometimes have them move DJ LeMahieu, and he's definitely a bat you cannot. He's definitely a bat you can't have out of the lineup. Yeah. So it almost it almost leaves them with. Too many options. I mean, you have LeMahieu, Urshela, and Duhar can all play third. Um, who, who do you DH? That leaves in the outfield. You have Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. Oh. Um, along along with Aaron Hicks, who is a phenomenal center fielder. He has a cannon for an arm. He's been clocked at over 100 miles per hour on his arm. So, And Clint Frazier, who's kind of... The, the thing with Clint Frazier is he's a head case. The reason why he's not always in the MLB is there's been a lot of reports of him being a little cocky, having some problems. So he, but he's also very talented. So he he could find himself in the major leagues at at times during the season. Mm-hmm. So with all these moving parts, how they move these fielders and these good bats, who do you sit and who do you play? Even though the season is major the longest ball. out of any major sport with 162 games, every game still does matter. How do you? Uh, or at least the major four sports. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I guess I guess we always just gonna have to let uh, the guys down in New York decide. I guess. Yeah, and um, it'd be tough. Yeah. Anyways, back to Aaron Judge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, I believe the reason that this was quoted saying the big sign for the Yankees was because they quadrupled his pay. Yeah. But he's still immensely underpaid for the for the fucking stats that he's given out. Yeah, let's let's go with just last year. Just last year, 110 home runs, Holy 276 God. walks. Last year, his tenure not, with the Yankees. I, I knew excuse oh, his me. tenure. I was about to say. I, I said last year his yeah. tenure with the Yankees. Yeah. 110 home okay. runs, That's 276 walks, That's like and defense and games game. defensed across Almost. 396 games. Uh, all that with being paid roughly under. Two million per year because he's on his rookie. What? He's on the rookie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but New York finally agreed to eight point five million a year. Yeah. Well, which is a step up. Mm-hmm. But still, for what? I mean, for damn. what he's produced, it seems a little low. As as everything goes on, I'm sure that'll increase. But you know, oh, oh, totally. Yeah. But the, the reason why I said Geo is a, a bigger sign is because you will expect that out of Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. No. no one expected yeah, the no stats one, that no Geo or Shell. No one expected the massive improvement that he had. 
So with how good this man is playing now, to sign that man for less than $3 million seems like a really good deal. Like, yes, that is also an amazing sign with Aaron Judge. Oh, that's great. But my argument was that he is expected to make that. Mm-hmm. It's like, just like any other big name. Right, yeah. right. Um, right, and then finally on the other side of the island there, I don't know if that's actually true, but that's just what I said. I didn't look up where the <laughs> fuck they are. Uh, <laughs> The yeah, Mets, the Mets have avoided arbitration with uh, with Noah Syndergaard, who uh, has agreed to a nine point seven million dollar deal. That's that's that's, just, okay, that's around great. the league for you. Cool. Now, the big fucky walky out of Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Astros sign stealing. Right. So, in the, at the end of the month, after the investigation is finally concluded, after this is. Going into the third year of this bullshit, two years gone by. I'm saying they did it for a second year, and the Red Sox just got the Red Sox just got tagged, tagged, tagged for the second it. time. Yeah, with it as well. Boom gang. So yeah, and the Red thing. Sox just got a slap on the wrist. Yeah. So this is going to be some some heavy shit. Uh, so here's here's how they did it for those of you that don't know or don't care. Uh, <laughs> it's it's been reported that um. The Astros used a hidden camera or a laptop inside of a trash can uh, as a way of stealing signs. Now, it's legal to steal signs it's just as dirt. long as you're not doing it with electronics. Correct. Huh. There's no rule against stealing signs just outright like with your with your eyes, although that is considered bush league and, yeah. and dirty. But it, any way to get an advantage, I see. But in, sure. in, this, kitchen, in this situation, it's, yeah. you, can't, you can't be doing that. And I think I think it's I think the Red Sox just aren't smart with that because it's, it's clear it's clear it's almost like a Bill Belichick situation. Yeah, I agree. It's it's clear that the MLB is trying to crack down on on all this shit because the 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 Red Sox were essentially warned got a small punishment for doing it the first time. No. The Astros got caught are about to get absolutely destroyed. They're going to be destroyed. There's evidence more and more mounting. Including former staff coming forward, videos from the dugout mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And now, the Red Sox just got caught doing it again. Ah, damn. It's just not smart. Buffoons. Right. You big dummy. Big dummy. Big <laughs> and dummy. The, both those teams are so full of talent. Astros that, especially. That you question why they would even need to do it. Yeah. Especially in, in, especially the, especially in the World like Series, the too. Yeah, the Astros, that was BS. That, like, you, the Astros, you have arguably the best pitcher in the league at that time. Mm-hmm. You yeah, have now he's Brent, the Bregman, Arguably the best second baseman in Altuve. Like, you you don't really need to be doing No, this you stuff. really don't. It's BS. It's baseball. Like, it's Great. It's a, the game, it's a game of chance. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen at any time. Even, even, if, even if you get the sign, that doesn't mean you're going to hit it. Yeah. So, I don't see... In the long run, does it really give you that much bigger of an advantage? No. That risk-reward there is just... It doesn't make sense as to why you would attempt it. And that's especially because they're just like... My assumption is that most of these signs kind of get adjusted or changed yes, every year. All the, every game. Every, every game, yeah. Every game they could they could be. They, yeah. It's it's not that difficult to change signs. It It's... There's, there's no benefit behind it. I don't know what what they were what they were doing is they were probably stealing the pitching signs. Yeah. Because because yeah. if you're like let's say you have a camera out there in center field, 
you got a good enough camera, you can look down in at the catcher giving it a sign. Mm-hmm. So like if you, if, All you, right, right. if you see yeah. if you see the catcher reach his hand down and he puts his pinky finger out mm-hmm. like like this, that means he's calling for let's say there's a left-handed batter, he's calling for an inside fastball. Right. If you can yeah. obviously yes, if you obviously. if you're a hitter and you know an inside fastball is coming, especially in the major leagues, you that's a make that is a, that is an advantage. Mm-hmm. Right. In, in terms of like the stealing with like the signs and the like that's that, that's harder to steal. But if if you can get that pitching, then and you can catch on to to yeah. to um patterns mm-hmm. in the pitching, then you do have an advantage. But even then, sometimes that risk reward seems yeah, it is an advantage to know the pitch is coming. You still gotta hit it. Mm-hmm. And hitting a baseball is one of the hardest things to do in yeah. sports. Uh huh. I I, I, I was not, I was not great at it. I wasn't either. So. I, I was good enough to get through high school with it. So. I was great enough to pitch through like a travel league, but All right. Nope. Sorry <laughs> the catcher. For all for me. I was a catcher as well, you. Yeah. I can't imagine you playing anything else. Maybe first base. Second base and, and uh, center field, yeah. All in a straight line. <laughs> you did not play center field. I did play center field, yeah. How bad was your team? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm aware of what you're trying to say. I understand. Like, <laughs> we're playing for like the the fucking Churchville House League. Yeah. Dude. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, like and this like, was back like, league, then, this yeah, was back when everywhere. I still looked like I wasn't absolutely massive. At, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <The tank. laughs> <You're> still, <laughs> the like I was still I was still larger than like the most. most of the kids. But what? I could still move. like I could still fucking move move and hustle around. Like I I was, I was making good plays. And I was still. <laughs> I stole second a couple times. Hey. A couple times in the house league. <laughs> Nobody was playing there. against the kids that are like in Taylor Farms. Bruh. <laughs> Alright. XFL. Oh, yeah. These new Welcome rules, back. baby. XFL. How far are we into the... Oh, okay. That was a good chunk don't. of change, too. That was a good another 20 minutes. And now See, we're cutting this up even more. We're being a little more smart. <laughs> We can cut some of my tangent. Yeah, it gives it. Whatever, dude. I'm posting the whole full hour, dude. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh no! Stop! No! No. (laughs) It continues. Uh, What happened? It's a low battery. Oh well, that's awful. Who says we're throwing out? Well, this stops it now. So I mean, yeah, you can. We'll have the overtime. You can do part two. Overtime. That's the the bad charger. Does that does that thing have? uh, Does that thing have the uh, the the? That's an eleven, right? What? That's an eleven, right? Yeah. Well, actually, that doesn't really work. Angled up. Neck minute. I know. I was gonna say you could you could use the fucking pad I have, but that doesn't really work. Angled up. Neck minute. Neck minute. Yeah, I'll <laughs> probably cut there. That he's gonna have. Yeah, he's got the menu out on. That's I've never seen that before. I haven't either. I just saw it today. Today they're about. I, I respect it. Hey man, I've never seen it. Yeah, I'll probably cut this a little bit out. Put <laughs> the bloopers. Right, yeah, bloopers. Yeah, <laughs> Neck minute. <laughs> Neck minute. I'll probably yeah, I'll cut it off for the video. All right, let's go. We're back. All right, all right that's gonna be all caught on anchor. The <laughs> grinders. Check it out. Oh, <laughs> said fucking Gruden Grinders. Okay, continue. Let's do this. Check everything that you may have missed on Anchor to see what just happened in the last... Not, like, not I mean, YouTube. Three minutes. And, and YouTube. Well, I don't know if that recorded. Oh, yeah, it it did record. Simple. It kept going. All right, well, that's whatever. Um, anyways, back to the XFL. Uh, so the XFL dropped their rules. It was a long time back, but now... 
as we're getting closer to the season. They're going over the big rules. They're going over the, the big, big ones again. Because because this this Damn first one that I got this first one that I got uh, written down right. This has been out since April. Yeah, but yeah. but no, no but one no one no one gave nobody yeah, give yeah, a no damn no about one, the XFL. No, no one gave a shit until Pat McAfee dropped in. And then everyone was like, well, oh, and, and the oh. XFO began to start posting it over their social media. Uh-huh, That's yeah. how I heard about That's, this. Yeah. It was, it was their yeah. Instagram, they posted all the, these big rules. Yeah, no, I didn't about find out about this until like three days ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, was watching, I was watching Same. Pat McAfee, dude. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, so there aren't going to be any extra points. Um, Smart. Which is smart. Great. Yeah, it kind of yeah, cuts. I love it. it cuts back I love on the. Uh, it cuts back on the. Um, on the time that's needed, you know, they're trying. They're trying to make it a faster-paced game. Yeah, instead of smart, scoring. because when they do these big rule changes, it differentiates them from the AAF. Yeah. Oh the yeah. The reason the oh, AAF yeah. failed was because they oh, tried to make it exactly like it the wasn't NFL. too much. It was. It was too much like the NFL. Mm-hmm. But these big new rule changes, it makes it begins faster, more exciting, and clearly different than the NFL yeah, while absolutely. still giving these players and a chance to be looked at because their ba- the basics of this is still football. Mm-hmm. Their basic skills are still going to be looked at by these yeah. NFL teams. Exactly. And so, most of these guys are, are, are just are NFL for a chance and they'll sign with most, for any of Most of these guys, some of them are NFL former league. players that didn't pan out. Uh, Cardell Jones, former Buffalo Bills quarterback, right. now playing for the XFL. Aaron Murray, former Georgia Aaron quarterback. Murray. Eric Dungy, former yes. quarterback out of Syracuse. Uh-huh. He's a backup. Hey, he just got signed, right? Yeah. What, what team is it? Is it New York? No, I don't remember. Doesn't matter. He was on an NFL team. He was backup to Eli Manning. I'll be rooting for oh, the Seattle yeah. Dragons. I, I haven't picked We're a team right. yet. I'm waiting for the yeah, first week. I'm waiting for the first week to see what happens. Yeah. If anything, I'll probably go with either LA or DC. I'm, yeah, I'm, DC looks um, pretty sick. Anyway, so no longer any kicks. They're going to be a set of one, two, or three point conversions. Mm. And. Ooh. Here's the little. In- Those are all the teams from 2001. No, that's no. what I. That's what I said when I was trying to write down all the teams. Oh, yeah. I'm just looking at the logos. All, damn it! Some, Why it's some all. of them are the same. Some of them. Yeah. yeah. No. Some of them are the same. Ah, like Vince, like the the, the New York New Jersey uh, hitmen became the New York Guardians, which they are now. I don't really like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. These one two three point conversions, like the, the one the one point conversion being from the two, mm-hmm. the two point conversion being from the five, and the oh. three point conversion being from the ten. Now the the thing that I I kind of find out about it is like yes I see the difficulty because it's renegades. farther away. Mm-hmm. However, statistically, it's easier to score from the ten than, than it is, is to the two. two. So yeah. like Matt and I were saying, intercepted at the goal line, Malcolm Butler. <laughs> because the re- the reason that being you have the defense has more space to work with. Yeah, exactly. So the more that means the more your wide receivers can run free. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, uh, Matt and I were saying before you came here was just, you know mm-hmm. maybe flip the three and the one, put the one at the ten because it's a yeah. little bit easier to club score from the ten, and the three from up close. However, I do see why you'd put it farther back. The more exciting for the viewers. There you go. <laughs> well, also yeah, this rate. little stupid AAF failed because it didn't get enough ratings. Mm-hmm. They that's that is going to be the XFL's well, I mean, biggest problem is they, money. The reason why the they sales. failed in what 2001? 2001. They hadn't. They well, here's the problem. They, they did it during the NFL season. No, or, they did it was it near after. the end. They did it after. Oh, I thought it was near the end. No. But they yeah. also they also lied a lot. I didn't hear about, about this. attendance and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I do and as well that. as the WFL and the USFL and Suck. all the leagues that have proceeded yeah, since yeah. the AA, since the AFL. Um. Anyways, next next rule is uh, overtime is going to be different. And this is the thing that I think is going to draw most of the fans mm-hmm. here. 
is the, these first two that we have. Uh, the three-point conversion, that's going to be huge, because if you're down by three, you don't kick a fucking field goal. You go, <laughs> you, you go for it. Yeah, you're going for it a lot more, and especially with the punts. Mm-hmm. Do you see the punt rules? The punt rules are incredibly different. Yeah, they, no, you're, no one is allowed to go in front of the line of scrimmage until the ball is kicked. Yeah. Yes. And so that no means you're yet. almost guaranteed to return it, because if the ball goes out of bounds... Past the thirty-five, mm-hmm. it goes to the thirty-five. Is is a is a big touchback. They're trying. They're trying to. They uh, they're trying to um, cut back on the amount of head injuries in a smart yes. way. That's, that's smart. Still they are very smart. That still keeps up excitement. Like over twenty percent of injuries occurred on kickoffs. Yeah, yeah. and that's where the NFL was like, all right, cut we're just gonna prep. barely do these anymore. Right. We're gonna encourage touchbacks. Mm-hmm. So, but they're still encouraging returns. While also creating Safety. less of a speed of an impact yeah. going yes. on each other, less yeah. chance of injury. So, XFL overtime. Instead of a sudden death, 10 minutes, whatever the NFL has. Well, yeah, it's 12 it's, minutes. It's, it's, if you Pretty score bogus. a touchdown, it's, it's 10. 10? Oh, yeah, it's 10. Okay. If you score a touchdown, it's over. Uh, unless, if not, first point If one. not, whoever, after both teams whatever points the ball, went. whoever scores. Yeah. Um, the reason that being a problem is because not both sides. The both sides don't get the ball. Lots of controversy. And instead, 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 the, uh, <laughs> instead the, um, the XFL took more of a college football style approach. Where in college football, both both teams both have to evenly possess the ball. So it doesn't matter, say, if... I don't know, we'll go with LSU and Clemson because we're talking about them. Let's say Clemson goes into overtime here and they get the ball first. LSU does have another chance if, oh, if yes. Clemson scores. Yes. Well, actually, either way, they have another chance because it'd still be tied. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the NFL or XFL. The damn. XFL. Shut up. <laughs> Nine twenty-two. Shut up. Uh, the XFL has instated this rule where um, it'll be five complete rounds, so to speak, a shootout uh, from the five-yard line. Hmm. No matter what, one team doesn't score and one team scores, they're going to keep going until they hit five. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a standard shootout in the NHL. If you miss, you still keep going. Mm-hmm. So, and that's 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 a good, that's that a good rule. That sounds pretty It could actually come down to a kicker battle where they're just going to keep fucking kicking. <laughs> well, kicking. Which is would be incredibly exciting. I would love to watch that. Yeah. Because be the, the, there is a little bit of sometimes with the problem with college football is of their overtime is sometimes it can feel like not as much football and con- it almost feels like chuck, it, sometimes chuck, it feels like controlled chaos. Yeah, absolutely. and not football. Yeah, and yeah. that's although that's just... I although I still do believe that college football is better than the NFL's overtime. Absolutely. Yeah, there is still some flaws with college football. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's because we've tried it in the CFO. Uh, ah, that works. Correct, but it, the flaws <laughs> can still be shown at the college level. Yeah. But sometimes it just feels like controlled chaos, and it's like this doesn't always feel like actual football. So uh, our next rule, which is another one that I think is interesting, something back when the XFL was in two thousand one, the NFL adopted some of their uh, rules. their rules and, and and ideas. Skycam, invented by Vince McMahon in the XFL, adopted in the NFL. This one, I don't think the NFL is going to be so willing. No, no coaches challenges. None. Of that. None. Instead, all replays will be initiated from the booth, which is not in New York, in fact. It is in the arena. So ah. there, will, there will be a rules analyst in the arena at all times using what they call a Hawkeye camp or a system, which provides you with every view possible 
every view possible to see every angle that you can and make the definitive call. The XFL has hired Dean Blandino to run most of them. Just to, just to you know, because he seems to be the best guy for the job. I agree. Uh, and the interesting thing is, like, so it's not, it's not from the time the ball is done to whenever the next play is. It's from when the ball is down, the guy in the booth has 60 seconds to say he wants a review or he doesn't want a review. Hmm. And I think that's just going to fast pace, fast pace. If you didn't get the call correct, you that's can okay. go back and change it as long as you do it within 60 seconds. Do it within, yeah, what about so. if they snap the ball? Next play. Okay, fine. Same thing as NFL rules. All right. Yeah. Uh, Kickoffs, right. The new kickoff rule. Um, To try to prevent big collisions and concussions, like we mentioned before, uh, what the XFL and Commissioner... uh, Is it Oliver Luck? Is that his name, Oliver? No clue. I have no idea. It's Oliver Luck. He's Andrew Luck's father, but that doesn't matter. Um, They're going to try to adjust the, uh, the coverage... To, to cut back on, on collisions and, and all that not-so-fun stuff. Yeah. Similarly, they're going to move the ball back to the 25-yard line to kick it, to try to keep on encouraging better returns, <coughs> better returns and better field positioning, and make it a little more enjoyable. Sure. That's all I got for kickoffs, anyway. Uh, <laughs> and we finally come down to the extra rules. These are ones that we don't really need a full paragraph on. Mm-hmm. Uh, receivers, much like in, are actually the same in college, will time. only uh, <laughs> need one foot. No. They only need one foot. S- speakers, the uh, the uh, the, the mics, radios, the mics, will be in all helmets. Oh, whoa! I did. I Every about helmet. That. I forgot about that one. That's interesting. When I first read it, they said they said all playable positions, and I was like, "Well, just fucking say it's all the players," because I was about to write skill positions, meaning like, "Oh, wide receivers, receivers quarterbacks, and running backs." backs. No, everyone. Yep. All that's that's interesting with the play call. I think that's smart. So technically, yeah. you don't really need you to don't have need the to quarterbacks huddle. to go to the side. You can just yeah, you don't play, need play, to play, play. Do do do. Yep, mm-hmm. done. Although that does take a, a, a big factor within the NFL games, which Audibles. is. Home field advantage. Ah. That's true. The big thing with home field advantage are these loud stadiums like the Superdome, Minnesota, mm-hmm. Seattle, Kansas City. The reason these places have such big home field advantages with these the noises, you can't get here. the call sometimes mm-hmm. if it's so loud. So in all these indoor stadiums as well. Well, even then, in the NFL, and I believe the XFL is adopting it, the radio rule is once the clock gets to, I believe it's either 25 or 15, you're done. You get no more communication. So then it just keeps turning back yeah. on. That sounds so like... Still, yeah, that, that, that is smart. But, okay, but sure. Still some, to some degree, it takes away the fact of calling the play in the huddle, yeah. which is a cause of some problems, because that causes why I think some offense one and false start. They'll think the snap is coming at a certain time when it's not. not. Like the For... false start, everybody but the center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Those those are always funny. Those are the best. Even though I, I was a oh, center, yeah. so I know the, the pain of like, oh, it would be on two, but I snapped it on the one. <laughs> well, uh, all right, well, uh, we'll run down the list for the teams right now. Mm, just may to, have just to, to go through. into the other. Yeah, I mean, if y'all want. Who gives a damn? Well, this will yeah, be extra special episode. Yeah, dude. We, we, did, <laughs> we did a second episode because I accidentally hit click a link on NFL and accident. But, huh. So, um, make it part two. Fuck. Uh, our, <laughs> Ooh, fuck. our uh, 
Our eight teams in the XFL here are the St. Louis Battlehawks, the Houston Roughnecks. I'll come back to that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> the Los Angeles Wildcats, the New York Guardians, the Dallas Renegades, the Seattle Dragons, the Tampa Bay Vipers, and the D.C. Defenders. And you say you're a you you Dragons fan? I, 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 the I Dragons logo like is pretty sick. I feel like I'm hopping on the Dragons. Now. I'm not 100% sure. I'm between I mean, Seattle I'd love, and D.C. I'd love to go see a New York game. An XFL just game that, just for That for would be cool, but also it's like five hours. It's in, in, yeah, and New it's in New yeah. Jersey. I, I was, I'm kind of, I'm still kind of thinking I'm going to see in D.C. as well. Mm-hmm. D.C. is, yeah. I'm thinking about, thinking about hopping on with Seattle. Seattle looks pretty sick, I'll yeah. be honest. Or Dallas. Dallas looks kind of cool. Dallas, yeah. yeah. So. Bang! Matt, you mentioned logos. I want you, I if got you, you can, to edit in a picture I of the fucking Houston logo when this goes up on YouTube. I can do it, like, right now. I'll just have you seen the Houston logo? I have. What, what does it what, look like? What Hold does on. that look like Hold to on, you? folks. Yeah, the Oilers. Yeah. And it's where just is like it? the Oilers. It's in Houston. That is the Oilers logo oh. with the same color scheme as the Pats from the 80s. Son of a bitch. I don't know. It upsets me. <laughs> I don't think it's that big of a deal. No, it's not that big of a deal, but I'm just sitting here like, originality, man. You're a new league. At least yeah. the AAF came up with something. Yeah, that's that. I agree. I don't even think it's like, yeah, for those who can't edit a picture, that's what it looks like. That's it. So, and I'll uh, compare it to the, the Oilers logo. It's, it's if like, you can edit in, like, both, like, yeah, put it I will, I try. Yeah, it's a lighter shade of blue, blue. essentially. It's, 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 it's like, it's like a, it's like the, um, hi, I'm gay and I drive a Prius. Oh, crap. Blue. Oh. <laughs> it's that blue. The I mean, blue. I mean, I was, I was gonna say, you know, Tar Heel blue, but whatever blue. <laughs> Basically, am I wrong though? No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so leave it at that. Sure. All right. I smacked my computer. Then we will, uh, we will start into the. Well, do you guys just want me to end it here? And then... Uh, you well, want to? We got seven minutes, so I, I'll... I'll run down the NBA quick, and we can have the next episode for the NFL. Didn't we already do the NBA? No. Then we'll do it. <laughs> okay, so here we go. A lot of news from the Warriors. Uh, Ben Simmons and D'Lo. There, there's a whole thing about them in the trade. Here's the problem. You gotta wait till the end of the season until the cap is cleared. Okay, fine. I uh, saw and another thing th- with the rumors in the NBA. It's there's like, so much. And like so many rumors, and most of them don't go through. Yeah, that's what I got all here. Yeah. And uh, I saw a picture of, well, a lot of people are blowing up for this picture of Stephen Curry and Giannis. And they're like, oh, Giannis is going to the Warriors. That's been a big thing for the past years. There's no way Giannis will leave the Warriors. I don't know about that because she's like the only person. That I have no nothing for it because, well... Giannis, and I, that'd I, be bullshit. I don't see a reason why Giannis would leave. He, loved, he loves it in Milwaukee. Right. He's the face of the franchise. Exactly. Right uh, another thing, uh, James Harden and Trey Young dropped a 40-point triple-double in the same game. First time it's ever happened. Against each other, so that's pretty. That's the first ever. Jimmy Butler and the TJ Warren scuffle. I was all over social media. John, the coach of the Cavs, is called accidentally called the team Thugs on accident. They were in a film session, I believe, and he called them thugs. I think they were, he was trying to call them slugs because they were slow, but he ended up saying thugs, and he didn't correct himself. Um, Aid, and Anthony Davis diagnosed with a bruised gluteus. He hurt his ass. 
and he also declined a max. Wait, 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 wait. I need. I don't know much about the NBA. <laughs> this man bruised his ass. Yeah. NBA Is he gonna fully- play? No, he's getting. Well, I don't know. No, he's getting an MRI. No, because I don't think he's gonna play because he plays. He's a um, center. Yeah, he's a center's power. Big forward. man. He's a yeah. He's a big man, and yeah, he takes I, I know who Anthony the, Davis is. Yeah, he takes he's more, the eyebrow dude. Yeah, he, <laughs> take, he, he takes most of the punishment. So and because he's bigger, yeah, he's um, bigger. He falls on falls on his ass from high right. So and he also declined sad. a max contract from the Lakers. He wants to see how it's going to work first. Yeah, if they, let's say if they get ousted first round in the playoffs, then this will be looked back on as a big decision. Yeah, and then we got the whole thing about... Uh, what's it here? Shit. Hmm. Zion. Him oh, coming yeah. back. He's coming back, sir. He's coming that off. And that's all I have for the NBA. So... Next minute. Next minute. I mean, we had seven left. You used three, so I just sped yeah, through it. it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. overtime part two. Yep. Part check into YouTube if you want to see the next. I don't know, however long. Probably. Uh, if you want to check out part NFL two playoffs. on Anchor, it'll be on Anchor. So uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode, which will be in like five minutes. Next minute.